0: Do you know what a juggernaut is? That was The Chosen, and this is Godfellas. everybody and welcome to Godfellas, the podcast that's going to meet you at the movie theater to watch a TV show. I'm Mr. Zach.
1: I'm Miss Hannah.
0: I'm Mr. Jimmy. And today we are talking about The Chosen, which uh, I noticed in season three, there was kind of a dip because we didn't have any chosen content to talk about. So I'm very happy to be talking about Hmm. season three of this show that I love that we talk about on this show all the time. But we had to bring in the biggest guns to talk about this show. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is the meaning in my life. He's the inspiration. (laughs) This podcast doesn't exist without him, and he has an amazing show of his own. It's a very good show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the show Mr. Brandon Sharp.
2: I've always, uh, thanks guys. I've always been jealous of Zach's ability to intro a guest. It is something, well, you make a, you make a person feel like a million bucks. That's, well, that's uh, the key know, there.
0: I want everyone to feel good. Cause you know, I know that being on a podcast, especially about Christian media is sometimes a little frightening. So, so, you know, everyone's just got to feel good. You know, that's a
2: good word for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh jimmy i'm curious not to you know we had talked about the chosen in the past but i don't think you had ever watched it
3: no i watched the first episode of the first season in 2021 right before kettles for the salvation army started and that was like the worst time i thought it was gonna be like my come home and chill and like just kind of Almost kind of like devotional, kind of, it it was going to like feed me spiritually, it was going to be great. And I just was so tired and it didn't happen. But I liked the first episode. Feels like Uh, I'm at work. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. But um, um, I listened to the first season recap episode and the second season recap episode yesterday. And um, everything that uh, Brandon and, and you had said and Hannah had said. In those episodes, kind of, e- I echoed them. Like the first episode, it's not bad, but it's like we're eating our vegetables here so that way we can get to the rest sure. of it. And I just, I haven't personally gotten past my vegetables yet, but after watching season three, I'm ready for another go. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, and, uh, well, it's, it's funny because I'm not going to say I had to twist Brandon and Mitch's arms to like, that's watch fair. The show. But I would say that kind of the, mo- and I'm not trying to make it like wow, wow, but like the most complaining came from the first one because they were like, we have to watch eight episodes of like a TV. Every episode is an hour. Like, because at, at first, like, it was interesting to have all the text coming in at the beginning, like when they were starting the show about like, oh, how much, how much do we have to, like, do we have to watch every episode? And then all of a sudden, like, the text stopped. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> like oh no oh no. And then neither of them told me what they oh, I'm sorry, Mitch called me and he was like, "Hey, I just want you to know before we record like this show really meant a lot to me and it was very powerful." Nothing from Brandon. So I had no idea how he felt about it. And then when we were like doing our little pre-recording, he said, "I can't wait to dunk on this show." And I was like, "Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh no.
2: no. <laughs> oh no." Well, I, I don't guy. know. For some reason back then, it was important to us to play gotcha a little bit on the recordings, like sure. to hold a little back, you know, and kind of, I didn't think, I don't think that ended up being that important in the <laughs> well, end. Was this,
0: was this after I accidentally gotcha you and Mitch with Twister when, uh, <laughs> Maybe. when you were talking about how much you liked the show, the movie Twister, and I wasn't saying anything because I was like, oh no, I don't want to ruin it. And then i was like it wasn't for me (laughs) because that was around the same time we recorded the first chosen what wow that was in 2020 that feels like a lifetime ago indeed but but you know it's only in scripture it's only a couple of chapters ago and in television it's only two seasons ago so let's get into the season three of the chosen so so right off the bat um we've you know we've now seen two seasons of the show this is the third one which i feel like the third season of any tv show is really like there's nowhere to hide for the show anymore brandon you you as the tv guy i don't know if you would agree but i feel like for multi-season shows like the first one is kind of like here's what the show is the second is establishing the third is really okay now we're standing on our own
2: Well, if you don't know what you are at this point in the game, you don't have any business continuing to make episodes. I think that's the main thing. By the third season, it better be rock solid. The formula better be dialed in. Yeah. You know, you better know what kind of humor you're using, what kind of story. Like, you need to know what what pace you're moving at. All these things need to be, you know, just second nature. And your fans expect, your viewers expect a certain formula by the third season, I think. Hmm. I mean... You see that with any popular uh, you see it a lot in sitcoms but by the third season everything better work really well yeah
0: yeah and i mean even thinking about the beginning of the first well the first you know season i feel like they throw you into the deep end like first thing with like here's what the show is and then the second one at the beginning they had to like reintroduce the characters this one i i really like that we just like hit the ground running you know Mm -hmm. It was also an interesting experience to see the Chosen in theaters.
2: So, so uh, walk me through that a little bit because I'm I'm still doing the app and everything. What yeah. was the, uh, at least like the first two? What was that like? Was there a crowd? Was there any anticipation? Like, what was, I oh, yeah,
0: there was a crowd. There was. A it's
2: crowd. a it's like For a heavy sure. hitter now. It's like,
0: well, it crushed like at the box office. Yeah, which this is what I've been telling people like since doing this show like. When we get good things, we've got to show up. And the people showed up.
2: Mm. Yeah. So, uh, Hannah, I feel like that was the crowd like a certain type of crowd. I feel like I was getting that a little bit from you.
1: Yeah. Well, I I would say.
2: Like a the, youth groupy churchy crowd.
1: Yeah, definitely church group. I would say for the first two episodes. I mean, I, I, Zach, you can, because, you know, we saw it together, but <laughs> I, yeah, it was definitely like either like a small group or like women's fellowship men's fellowship like people were there in groups yeah -hmm. Yeah. and not they were they were chatty but not as like um i i would say once it really got going people were pretty into it like um i would say on on like the level of like regular cinematic like (laughs) um viewing behavior and like um as zach would call like rules of like good movie etiquette um they did pretty well
0: they did okay. It was okay. Because
1: we saw the first two episodes and then the last two episodes in theater. So I would say the first crowd did much better.
0: There were a lot of like midway through the episode, people were pulling out their phones. And it's like, hey, I know at home, this is probably fine. We're still
3: at the theater. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, and I it hope was they were pulling
3: like, out their Bible app
0: on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> it was mainly a lot of like, after every miracle, like people like, yes, yes. Or people no. like. Or people singing along with the theme (laughs) song. Not
1: the first time.
0: Not the first time. There was a little bit, but there weren't as many like miracles and stuff in the first half. So Mm. the the last two episodes, people were more like, "Yes, yeah!" And and Hannah was like, "Do you do this at home?"
1: There was so much clapping. (laughs) Yes, we saw the last two. (laughs) It's like the
2: to me, it's like the God's not dead or facing your giants crowd. It is that crowd, which and they don't know how to act in public.
0: Well, here's you're kind of right, but here's the thing is that like I feel like this show pushes the envelope, and I'm surprised it's not more controversial with that crowd to be like dead honest. Like, there were, yeah, yeah, there, there were no, go ahead, I'm talking a lot.
1: Well, like, even just sitting there and not to like already get into the episode, but like, especially I think when you know they got into simon and eden's sex life like in the first two episodes like being in a theater i'm like i mean obviously like zach and i were okay with it but i'm i'm looking around going people aren't freaking out about this and maybe that's just because we watch so much christian media for this podcast that i'm like i feel like i feel like people should be freaking out about this but yeah
3: simon touches her shoulder
2: yeah on, <laughs> the, on the screen sc-
3: on screen yeah. Hannah. the thing you about that is the it's the so
2: it's so mild Kind of compared to a normal television show, yeah, but the fact that it it exists at all, I think you do a double take when you see it, like i I did at least, like, yeah, oh, and then and then it clicks, of course, this ha- <laughs> like, of yeah. course, this is how he acted towards his wife, but it, it's just like it it does take a second to for that to kind of set in, though
0: this didn't stuff like this didn't happen in the Bible, what no. he loved
2: his wife. You know, I was just like of course of course he did, you know. It's
0: I
1: yeah, I was I would say I was definitely glad to see that. I think wh- I you know, I expected people to be upset because that's just, you know, culture of Christian media that we see and like, yeah, you know, I don't know, you know. Sure. You know. Uh sure. but we we know. Um but I yeah, I I was really glad that that was something that was incorporated because I mean, not only does it set up for the rest of the season, but yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, this was a thing way back when, when we like mm-hmm. normalize who the people <laughs> in the Bible were.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, you know, last time we did a blow by blow of the episodes and I mean, I don't know, I feel like that kind of handcuffed us a bit. So maybe we we could talk about what some of our favorite moments were, um, in this season of The Chosen, or if there's anything particular that really kind of spoke to you
2: yeah i think so i'm I'm looking ahead here a little bit in your outline and you're also going to reference themes a little bit i think one of the yeah. big themes in this this kind of speaks to favorite moments also one of the big themes for me was relationships mm-hmm. and i feel like some of my favorite moments were some of the new relationships we were seeing um, a couple that come to mind we see some great scenes between philip and andrew on the road kind oh, yeah. of bickering offers a little comic relief um mm-hmm. a couple of times which it, i feel like a some levity in these episodes is a, is like a welcome you know um change of pace a little bit i i think also gaius is that am I, is that who that the the one roman yeah, yeah. preemie, <laughs> right his name is gaius and the one who
0: looks like jimmy yeah
2: <laughs> i was going to say me and yeah me in 20 years man oh you mean so he has cool. some really great continuing scenes with Matthew who we already know who he has a relationship with yeah. some really good stuff. And then um, has some scenes with Simon, which I think it was unexpected. I thought there was some really good stuff between, between guys and Matthew. And the final one I would say was um, John and Simon on the way. Um, I, so full disclosure, I've only seen through episode seven um, episode eight is airing right now. And I think the where kind of where, Episode 7 Leaves Me or Left Me was John and Simon have arrived where the rest of the disciples are mm-hmm. and I I really enjoyed um some of the moments between them on the road. So yeah, I think uh I think they really handled some of the break the breakdowns or the breakouts rather mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. between a couple between pairs of characters really well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I I I I loved what they did with with John and Andrew uh, no. John and Simon Yeah. Um, at the end not Andrew um (laughs) to clarify I would say another one for me I really liked uh this was more by the mid-season point uh just what they did with uh Tamar and Mary Mm and that I really liked seeing Mary get a little aggravated and a a little mean like
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know
1: like in full like you know just conflict when you live with someone for so long i mean that's also just natural too i really liked how they handled that storyline and and their conflict um
2: can we for a second just talk about that for a minute because i yeah i struggled with it um tamar is that correct Mm -hmm. am i saying that correctly Mm
0: -hmm.
2: um i was a little frustrated with mary's kind of um like she really felt Like she really was getting hung up on like the jewelry, you know, and, yeah, Yeah. and, and her lack uh, and she was taking it as like a lack of commitment, right? Like unwillingness to, um, kind of give up all of your possessions and fully devote yourself. Um, she felt like she was hanging on to pagan things from her culture. And I don't know. I, 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 I bumped on it there. I think it ends well. I think it kind of yeah. resolves mm-hmm. well. Like we do we do get a, a scene where they get to talk about some of that stuff. But man, I was like, goodness, gra- goodness gracious. Like I feel like everyone is allowed to do things in their own time, right? Like yeah. we we should not have to move at everyone else's pace. And I, I feel like Mary was really like shoving her uh, at, like to move at everyone else's pace. And it, it bothered me. I do like the scene though where they kind of get to talk about it and resolve some of that. But um yeah. I don't know if that if that struck a chord with anybody, but Oh, um,
1: yeah, I I agree. I mean, I watching it, I was very frustrated because I was like, I don't yeah, I I don't think Mary has any right to say anything about that.
2: Yeah, um, okay. I'm not alone then. All right. No, no. no I the same and thing, I yeah. I guess okay.
1: maybe I'm reading into it too like more like like than what was actually like hashed out in that moment, but like you know, I, 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 maybe it's just like, I was so in it and so frustrated of like, I could just see where Mary's jealousy was stemming from. And then it's like, when you're jealous of someone or, you know, frustrated, you're just gonna, you're gonna find any, any, any little thing to, to get even more upset about. So like, I I don't think it came out of nowhere, but I think like Mary's like general, like, I guess, jealousy or conflict with her was then like it was added on top of that of like this was another thing that she thought of and yeah mm. you know yeah you, you don't have the right mary and <laughs> it gets sorted out
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean to, to jump on on that um <clears throat> i do think one of the the things that um well actually jimmy you've never seen the show so i'm curious nope. with you kind of like being able to go one to two to three how did you feel about this season like in comparison to the other ones
3: um yeah it definitely the story itself from the first episode that i saw you know uh two christmases ago right (laughs) it 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 does still kind of like even though it's the beginning you're still kind of jumping in the story so the benefit of knowing kind of a background like who everybody is i think it kind of helps it was fun it was just like uh going on vacation in this, in this world and living in this world with these, with these characters who were established. Uh, I feel like I benefited from s- two seasons of growth between the disciples. Cause listening to the, mm. uh, other podcasts, you said, um, uh, Simon and Matthew, like Simon's like really aggravated at Matthew. And I feel like at this point, they're almost kind of past that and stuff. So it, they really feel like brothers. I was going to say the theme, if we're jumping to themes is a yeah, sense yeah. of brotherhood. Like, yeah, um, almost to a point where it's and it's unfortunate but part of it is affecting simon's marriage with and it's eden right not edith eden yeah eden yeah, eden, yeah with eden and he, he's just like back from the road right takes a nap i'm tired and then like he's like oh, the, the guys are coming and we're gonna do this and like that so it's kind of like if you're uh, almost like a college kid coming home from college, right? And your parents are happy to see you. And you get in at nine o'clock at night, you go straight Drop to Drop your um, laundry and, yeah, on the boom. kitchen floor. <laughs> yep. And then I'm going out with my buddies and we're all going to go see a concert tomorrow. We're going we're to leave at eight in the mm. morning. So you're kind of like, yeah. So the yeah, camaraderie between the brothers is strong. Yeah.
2: And Matthew has taken, I think he's really grown into the protect protector role. Mm. Um, it felt odd in seasons past like almost like a uh, he was a little power hungry maybe hmm. getting a little too big for his britches that's how it came across to me in season t- season one season two season matthew? three sorry did i say a, matthew he, he was yeah. going for simon uh, but yeah. yeah i
0: was just for a second i was like i just want to make sure it I made sense yeah, in sure.
2: my head it yeah, would, yeah, did, follow, i was following
0: you
2: simon simon has grown into his protector role and kind of the yes. leadership role he's in yeah it felt like in, in seasons past he's got a little too big for his britches but now it Mm -hmm. feels more mature and (laughs) it feels like he knows when to step in he knows when to kind of exert his authority he knows when to step back and let jesus handle this the situation um he doesn't have to like fly in and stand in front of everyone every time you know Mm -hmm. so i feel like we're seeing lots of growth with simon
0: i Mm -hmm. did love when jesus says to little james he's like you're you're a little bit slow. I'll take that over Simon's temper any day. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, yeah. Well, That I mean, th- that is a great scene. That is a great. Yeah, Jesus and little James is a great scene.
0: It is absolutely, and I mean, I know, and I don't want to talk out of school here. So if I'm wrong about this, I sincerely apologize. But I know that the actor actually has like a like physical ailment with like okay. his walking. I think like mm-hmm. so. I've been told. So when it was coming up in the show, I thought Jesus was going to heal him. And I was like, "Um, I don't know, like, because this guy, like, if this is his real life, this is this is a toughie. Mm -hmm. And then for the show to just let that be, you know, like, this is part of your story you know like that this is part of that like and i think about you know i don't know it, yeah it was it was great and i i don't really have much more to say than i there, think the scene really worked
2: there's a scene though it it really fe- it's so i think they did it well i think they navigated this terrain well but mm-hmm. it is like so pick and choosy how you can't heal everyone can't do right. that well right. i mean i guess he could but he's not <laughs> he's not going to just snap his fingers and heal everyone right so I'm sitting there thinking like, how do you choose oh, and, yeah. and how do you overlook your disciples? Because there's a scene with, I believe his name is Barnaby and his wife and she's blind. Yeah. Beautiful scene. Yeah. And you know, Barnaby's like, absolutely not. We're not here for me. And I loved yeah. that. Oh, that was so great. I love, he's mm. like, no, this is about, this is about my wife. Yeah. And, and then yes to him. No, to little James. It just is so it but it it made perfect yeah. sense to me. Yeah. It was very yeah. powerful. I think that would be tough news though. That would be very hard to hear as yeah. someone who's devoted his life to uh following you. You know, like I think mm-hmm. it I think well, that would be I mean, really rough.
0: And Simon even like brings that up, you know, about like all yeah, these terrible absolutely. things are happening to me and for complete strangers he's giving them everything. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. like it was I mean that comes up in the finale of season eight which was like so beautiful and amazing but i don't want to get there yet <laughs> i want to talk about other about oh. other stuff i really enjoyed yes yeah. I,
1: uh, I just fact checked um jordan walker ross who plays little james um does have a, a physical ailment and who i just found his website and he has like the most beautiful anti-bullying campaign like mm-hmm. all- i'm literally crying <laughs> literally crying mm-hmm. he has a podcast called what's your limp where he um talks about being a disabled actor in hollywood and yeah. gets like actors athletes and other public figures on to talk about obstacles they've had to overcome
3: <laughs> we'll throw no. a link in the Check show notes. yeah one. i was it's just gonna say notes. absolutely link in the
1: show notes. absolutely sh- link it's in the really show notes. beautiful it
0: is yeah um you know and so i'm happy that they addressed that on the show the way that they did you know mm-hmm. one of the other things i really like too because initially I thought the maj- the vast majority of the season was going to be the Disciples on the road two by two. Like, I thought that was going to be a lot of it. And then it was like the An opening. Episode. There was the opening of mm-hmm. like, you know, episode four. And I was like, oh, um, okay, interesting. But I loved, I ended up really liking it because, you know, for me, I'm thinking, okay, these guys are going to come back and they're going to be like, yeah, woo! But for them to come back and be like, i felt like a fraud like i feel like we kind of made things worse like i don't understand how he does it like made it made perfect sense as someone who's done his fair share of you know we're going away for a weekend and we're gonna you know like play on the worship team or we're gonna go away and we're gonna you know do do this like feeding or whatever and to come back and you're exhausted and you're like i don't i don't even know if we helped anybody and
3: don't 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 two of them isn't that how the 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 riot starts they share the, yeah. the parable of the yeah
0: yeah Hell yeah, and, the yeah. Feast.
3: and they're like
2: which one did you share they're like i don't oh, think we what did about it the right.
3: yeah. <laughs> oh that one yeah oh my. <laughs> why would you do that one he's like that's caused problems, problems met that before
2: one.
0: <laughs> and, and just feeling like you know you've totally botched it when you got back i loved seeing that because when you read scripture it is over and over again the disciples like don't get it and it was really like interesting to see to see that in real time you mm-hmm. know what i mean to see it and for it to finally make sense. Cause I think we can be a little hard on the disciples, you know, mm-hmm. like you are with the greatest teacher on earth. Why don't you get it? You morons. And now yeah. it's like, no, like it's a, it's a big task. Like it's not yeah. nothing.
3: And they mess I, up too. Cause sometimes I feel like we've either, we're either too hard on the disciples or like too, we put them on too high of a pedestal. So to see sure. them mess up in the show, I like that part. Yeah.
2: I think some of the creative license taken in that scene. And then There's like a sequence of scenes. One of them is when Jesus explains to them what they will be doing. Mm -hmm. And I think the questions they're asking seem super appropriate. You know, that they see absolutely these are questions that these men would be asking after being told, you're going to be healing people, you're going to be Mm -hmm. casting out demons, and then coming back and then just trying to sort it out in their head what just happened, you know do I have power? Is it Christ's power working through me? Like all questions, I feel like that felt very, very appropriate. And I think that's one thing we're seeing is the creative license Dallas is taking has like, he's, I don't feel like he's ever overstepped.
0: No, like, no. It
2: just feels like he's coloring in, fleshing out and just being very um, just being very precious with um, the scripture and mm-hmm. doing things giving it like a real life you know feel and i think that it's working really well
0: i agree no i agree yeah
3: mm-hmm.
0: i i think uh other kind of moments that jump out to me though are definitely uh episode 3 and i feel like anyone who's listening to the episode who's a mega fan of the show is waiting for us to talk about i am the law of moses <laughs>
2: mm. that was the big that was the big moment Mm-hmm. yeah yeah which which I, was great i mean like that whole scene that was a it was a great scene
0: yeah yeah it was a great scene and also i mean i was listening to our episode two one where brandon was like they make jesus a character and then you're like you know he has flaws like any, well he doesn't have flaws like he was perfect <laughs> <laughs> but i think like seeing their way of like you know I've seen on like a lot of, you know, Christian dude bros, like YouTubes and Facebooks are like, I don't know why we think of Jesus as this gentle man. He talked with his chest, bro. He was a, like, he was a tough guy. He he died for our sins because he was so tough. And it's like to see Jesus not be very good at like sports. That was I'm the like, scene. Yeah. That's great. Like, there that we go. Li- yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you, you know, like it made it. I don't know. It brought the human element out in a way that wasn't like (coughs) Jepper. I don't know. That wasn't compromising him as, you know, God in human flesh. You know what I mean? Mm
2: -hmm. I think some of those lines, those Mm one-liners can feel cheesy. I agree, but I don't feel like Dallas is overdoing it with those. So so like in three seasons, we've had what get used to different. Mm -hmm. We've had, um, there was there was like literally three that I just had them in my brain and now they're gone come and see come and come and see and then there was yeah. I am the law of Moses but there's been like three you know it's yeah. not like there's mm-hmm. been three every season you know it's like mm-hmm. one time there is kind of a I don't know just kind of a cool moment and yeah you roll your eyes a little bit but kind of deep down I'm thinking like oh I love that you know, like <laughs> yeah, I don't get, like, a, I just don't get. A, I'm not gonna make myself get upset about it. I'm just not because it doesn't happen all the time. It's yeah, just like once or yeah. twice it's happened. <laughs> so anyway, I'm fine with it. I'm fine yeah. with it. If we're
3: if we're talking about lines of the show and talking about, because that's my favorite. I think that's my favorite scene of the season was them playing that like handball game. And at the end, mm-hmm. he Jesus loses, and I, I forget who's talking to. Him. He's like, you know, just want to humble you before your big uh, big thing oh, tonight. Lazarus, he's like, yeah. yeah, he's like, I don't, I don't think I need any help with. Him. I don't think that I don't think that was necessary or something
2: like that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Also seeing I mean seeing Jesus and Lazarus because we know. Mm
2: -hmm. You know.
0: But then also I remember the like image artwork was Jesus standing in front of the tomb. And I was like, already? And you know, thinking Mm -hmm. and then I was like, oh. Because like once they introduced Lazarus, I'm like, how this episode how much ground are we going to cover in this episode but then that it was like joseph and i love mm-hmm. seeing i mean i do love seeing um joseph interact with jesus oh, yeah. you know and, and father him like i think all of that stuff like really really well, works that was for me great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's it's powerful stuff
2: yeah i think it's it was nice to see the relationship between jesus and Lazarus and his sisters. Also, I yeah, think yeah. that is going to give that scene so much more weight
0: mm-hmm. when oh my gosh.
2: I'm assuming it's not in, I'm assuming it's not in the episode I haven't seen yet, but no, no, no. anyway, so next season, when we see that it's, it really, it's going to hit, you know, it's going to yeah. hit hard. Yeah. It's going to make sense how they get frustrated. I'm assuming we're going to see scenes of frustration with the sisters. And um, I, some of these choices we're making, you know, he's playing the long game here, Dallas, He's playing the long game. He you is. know, it, it feels like he has thought some of these things out. And I think it's going to end up paying off big time.
0: I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I think, um, when we're also, when we're talking about themes, I mean, uh, this is a whole big thing. I'm about to open up, but Eden's whole journey. Mm-hmm. I, it's not something that we see dealt with on a lot of christian media we try to sidestep it and i don't know i feel like this was a great opportunity for a lot of people to feel seen you know
2: do you feel like they prefaced that well well enough elaborate so i know that a scene like a scene like started out oh the the, the trigger warning
0: before the episode
2: yes you mean yes that's what i'm talking about (sighs) do you feel like that was good enough? because i, I gotta so tell here's,
0: you here's my thing i it's not so it's, it is a miscarriage if you haven't seen the thing right if you haven't seen the show that's not something i've dealt with in my personal life so for me i felt like um they did deal with it well but again having not gone through that myself i don't know how factually i can speak into that i'm sure for some people it was probably very triggering and i don't know if it would have because i get the idea of you want your show to you know be surprising and and things like that so i don't know if it would have been better to just come out and say it at the beginning like hey heads up at the beginning you're gonna see
2: i think there was this, a way you know? to say you're gonna be witnessing scenes of um devastation and childbirth or something
3: yeah you know and and yeah. some,
2: something specific to yes, childbirth yes. i think I don't want to get, I don't want to get too in the weeds on this. I'm not, no. yeah. I'm not angry. I just was, I, I saw it. And I was like, okay, I wonder what we're going to see. And that was the last thing I thought. And I know that something like that can really, really upset someone who has dealt with something similar. So I felt like it, they could have gone maybe a step further and been a little more specific to what we were going to be seeing. That's all. Sure.
0: No. I, and I think I'm in, I think I'm inclined to agree also. Yeah. yeah
1: I, I agree as well i think well because i think they did say something about it's intense and mm-hmm, i think yeah. that's the start but i think yeah i because was i wasn't very even vague
2: of, it was very yeah
1: vague. i wouldn't even have guessed that it was eden i if if something had said i might have thought maybe their preferences like preferencing something with um
0: the woman veronica or, yeah, yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. i wouldn't
1: even think of eden first but i i mean like miscarriages are are, are really more common than we think so yeah. like i mm-hmm. i would say a, a large a large i my guess is a large portion of women that could have been watching uh you know could have found it overwhelming so i w- yeah. i applaud the chosen for saying something um and i think if you haven't seen it yet uh, it's the beginning of episode five yes yeah mm. episode five i would skip first five Five minutes if that yeah. would be overwhelming. But I i agree. I think I think it could have been a, a bit more specific.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It was a toughie. Like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yeah, I mean, it, it I'm at a point in I'm at a point in my life where um, you know, I'm starting to now, you know, as being, you know, not even a year into my own marriage, of like, you're watching a show about like, here's how couples talk to each other, here's how they communicate, here's how they do that. And so For me, it's been such a nice gift to, like, kind of be able to have these conversations with Hannah after each episode Mm -hmm. and kind of go like, okay, what do you think about that? How do you think they're – because I remember there was, like, a Team Eden, Team Simon thing that was going on, and it was nice to just be able to – we didn't land on either side of the team, but, like, it was so refreshing to have, like, a – they both need to do a better job communicating, but Mm -hmm. then once you find out about what Eden's going through – to be able to go like, yes, that is absolutely de- devastating, but not it not but and she does need to, you know, let him in, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, that wasn't my personally, it wasn't my favorite, like I don't know. What would you call that? Like I, I don't want to say like marketing, but like I don't know. Like
0: the the team forming,
1: yeah, the camp the team, forming. I, that wasn't personally my favorite just because sure. of how sensitive the subject Oh, that was, that was.
2: like official. It was there like was official like, I don't think It was in the post show,
1: like at the end of the live stream when they talk okay. about it, they were like showing a clip or something and someone said, Team Eden, Team Simon. And and, and I was like, mm, I, I just think with how sensitive <laughs> the subject matter is, yeah. maybe we shouldn't put it to sides because, mm-hmm. I yeah, I mean, you know, they're both navigating trauma, whether Simon even at that point realized it or not, you know, like, yeah. so, you know, they're both going through this for the first time together so yeah i wasn't sure if the, the teaming was the best uh, here's
2: why it's here's why it's strategy. handled poorly the so she loses the child while simon's gone correct yes yeah. but they don't show it till later like he right. comes back there's some scenes of bickering there's, and t- there's then, tension yeah so you think she's upset about him coming home and napping and then having the guys over and mm-hmm. that's why you think she's upset Right. We learn out we learn later that she's upset because she lost their child. Right. And there is n- never is it ever referenced that they are he's like you were with child? He he didn't even know that she was pregnant. Right. This that did bother me because yes, if she was upset about him coming home and napping and then getting bombarded like having to make food for all of the other guys I think she could have behaved that way. Like, okay, I'm not going to get in the business of telling a woman how she can behave. <laughs> but I, I will say sure, sure. communication is key. And with something as big as a miscarriage, that is something you you should be sharing. That is sure. Sure. There was no way for him to know that on his own. And just she she expected him to um, know what was wrong. I mean, she's flat well, out said that.
0: Well, well, here's where I'm gonna where I'm gonna push back a little bit is that when she does tell him, Simon's reaction is kind of, "What did you do?" You know what I mean? Like, uh, do you think like, so? I mean, I don't. Not I'm not saying he's wrong, but like, you would have questions, and so I think for oh, him, to he like, did. He
2: did say, "Have you been lifting to, things?" Yes. Yeah, yeah I think right. for
0: him to jump to problem mm-hmm. solving—that's 100 that's percent true. 100% yeah, so which right. yeah, which again is not like it. Does not mean he's a bad person? no but you know myself i like to solve problems and so sometimes there's i need you to sit with me in this Mm -hmm. and my my first reaction if i'm not told might be let me jump in and try to fix things and i mean i think about when hannah and i were in the early stages of our dating you know she's had her history and there would be times i would do something and you know she would get upset (laughs) and i wouldn't understand why and it's kind of a thing where you don't really know how to talk about trauma with your with your partner i think yes for as many courses and classes as there are there's really not like a right way to do it and again like how how does peter like i mean put yourself in eden's shoes he comes home so excited so happy Mm -hmm. takes a nap invites everybody over and Mm -hmm. then you know so it would be very frustrating and you might not even have time to process about, you know, mm-hmm. I'm feeling this way. And it's it's very easy when you're hurting to, you know, kind of push that onto somebody else. Yeah. It's just I wish that. And I don't think that the chosen people actually did this officially. I think it was more the fans that did the yeah, team. I, yeah, and I don't team, think it was... Simon. But that wasn't. And I think Dallas even went on to say it's like they both have yeah. valid points in the mm-hmm. argument. And that's hope- the point.
2: I hope we're not going to walk away from this and hear that Brandon blamed (laughs) this problem on Eden. I hope that's not, I hope that's not what we're hearing. No, because I feel like on both sides, it was handled poorly. I think, I think it would absolutely, she's struggling with, yes, Simon comes home and he's so, um, uh, so energized. And I don't want to dampen that. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin that. I think, I think she probably blames herself. There's just, lots of blame being thrown around Mm -hmm. Simon blames Jesus, you know, for sending him away and then not interceding on behalf of their child, just Mm -hmm. lots of blame, which I think in the midst of something like that, Mm -hmm. that felt, that felt natural. Like, I think you're really, you're also struggling trying to figure out how you feel and Mm -hmm. how you can help. And I will say it is, it is a, it is a, hard learned lesson that husbands cannot fix everything at <laughs> s- sometimes you have to sit there shut up and yeah. listen yeah. you know like that that is a lesson that that is it takes a while it does take a while mm-hmm. and I think I think that part of it is fine but I think the chosen the the show runners made some of the earlier scenes seem almost petty and bickering sure. and we were dealing with some serious stuff there.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I would be curious. That's,
2: that's where my problem is.
0: I'm, yeah. cu- I'd be curious to rewatch it now with the context Knowing. to see if it plays differently. It feels, mm-hmm.
2: it feels schoolyard pettiness is, and it's, it's so serious, <laughs> and we don't know any of that, mm-hmm. you know. And sure. you're, you're frustrated with, with uh, Simon because he was a jerk. He came mm-hmm. home and he, he wasn't considerate. Oh, actually, she's really yeah. dealing with some stuff here, you mm-hmm. know. And I just, I just. I don't know if the time the way the timeline was broken down, if that is what I'm struggling with. I don't know. I don't really know. I just know that it made those early scenes feel very blase and kinda Well
0: well, here's where here's where I'll push back. I think we need to I think we as the audience needed to be able to have our own opinion also. Because that's the whole point, is that there's a breakdown in communication. So if we knew everything then we would never see Peter's side of the argument. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if we knew, we wouldn't see, like, his perspective. And I think it's important that we see both perspectives. And again, once you throw that in the mix, yeah, she's she's 100% right. And it's very, it's a challenge to get, you know, to get off that boat. So, again, I'd be curious to rewatch it to see if it plays differently. But I felt like it really kind of put me in a place when... You know the season when that episode opened i was like oh i was hey i was wrong as the as a viewer of the show i've made a huge mistake but now i understand how peter you know did that same thing too you know
2: Mm -hmm. yeah well, hopefully I haven't alienated or offended anyone. <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> uh, that, that was a given, you know, honestly, if it gets, if it gets us into the conversation with him, then I'm all for it. I'll take the bullet this time. All right, good.
1: I I definitely think that especially the themes of the stories with the women this season were done, were done very well. I, I, I don't know. I, maybe it's because I'm a woman that, and I, while I have not, um had the experience that eden has this uh season um i don't know i i i think though as a person because i don't think this is just exclusive to to women the idea of like i i i loved thinking into this story of like she is in survival mode she doesn't even know when peter's coming back so Mm. like to go through this so i i think the the universal idea of going through something alone Mm. um and how that really affects and molds how you how you live out you know depending on how serious it is um and then of course you know i hope that you know women watching that uh they were able to find comfort in that storyline i really appreciate it as well um full like transparency (coughs) with the veronica storyline i mean i i don't know if i've talked about this on the pod but like i did not know that the uh, the story of the woman bleeding was like vaginal blood until like a year ago. Like, I think that we really censor that story in teaching to just kind of be ambiguous bleeding, because I guess as a kid, I just always thought like, maybe she had like sores or cuts all over her body that just bled all the time, like, like, or leprosy. Like, I didn't know if it was like, kind of like something along those lines and. To be able to see this is wow, this is maybe one of the most uh <laughs> um like strip back things I've said on the pot um to be able to see like bloody garments um was uh really wow didn't expect to get emotional about that I, that was really powerful for me because um you know we talk so much about purity culture and uh the things that we teach women and that you really have to hide um these kind of things and this is something that she couldn't hide, you know. It's very obvious uh, with the clothing and what what they used back in the day, and so it's um, I I thought it was very very powerful to see uh, to see that transparency and to have that scene with the disciples too to not be so who is it Nathaniel and Thaddeus
0: yeah to yeah. not
1: be so shaming but to just kind of um want to know.
0: Well, well, also because the minute it's Nathaniel, the truth teller, you, I think as the audience you kind of go, oh no, no, not not this <laughs> not one, this not, not 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 Nathaniel. But to see like that, even he's learned about you know communicating with people. Yeah, bedside but, manner. Like, that was that was cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And yeah, yeah, Hannah, you make a good point. It puts into context why she's maybe not gonna you know run up in front of a crowd of people and be like, gee jesus you you know what i mean like yeah you know i don't and i'm not seeing that in a flippant way but like just how embarrassing she, she you know, how embarrassed she must have felt and all of that like yeah again the, in the, the religious shows, sorry yeah. i didn't
1: mean to cut you off but also considering like the religious context of judaism and like a cleansing ritual
0: yeah i and i did i did love at the end when uh the jeff gold the jeff goldblum looking pharisee is uh is what he's yelling at the, at them and jesus is just like all right, let's go. Come, come on, everyone. Let's <laughs> go. I loved that. That was so fun. Um. Also, I liked the gyrus stuff, and then I felt like after that. Well, I don't think we saw him again after that. Which I hope we see more mm-hmm. of him in season four because I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, see more there. He's the
2: one with the daughter, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was. I I liked his story. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like you're really seeing the stress set in with the disciples yes. and, I, and, and like how everyone deals with stress and how they all have a target painted on their back. I think that was one of the biggest thing, kind of like mm. broad strokes that I, that I saw this season was you yeah. know, all like, well, yeah. don't, don't say too much. Don't get too much stirred up. And, you know, Jesus is of course, like got the pedal to the floor at this point, <laughs> you know, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. well, our families are, you know, like they're, concerned about a uh, lots of other things that uh, you know rightly so mm-hmm. and i th- i just think it's interesting to see some of that played out because that would actually absolutely have been a factor you know oh definitely. Um, mm-hmm. especially them being so close to their homes and mm-hmm. yeah very and interesting
0: all, yeah everyone having a life of their own to right. some, some extent mm-hmm. um how the character i was most interested in how do we feel that they handled judas
3: mm-hmm. uh-oh I, yes go ahead
0: jimmy
3: <laughs> i'm trying to i i really like judas and yeah, from yeah. listening to the past two season recap episodes is we don't really get judas until was it season two he's at the end of season saying? two yeah. yeah you don't okay. really
2: get him until this season you yeah. barely you barely get him in season two he was in okay. the finale yeah yeah, yeah. okay because
3: yeah. i i really like him i i he's he's kind of portrayed as the outsider but as we've said and as has been said on the show is he's he's one of the guys he has a beard he doesn't he's no different than the rest of them he's he's shown as an equal and it's gonna hurt so much
0: yeah when he
3: because if i'm if i've never if i've only if i'm watching the show as an as a non-christian as someone who's never read the bible or whatever and someone just gave me the show and i even though Judas is we use Judas as a term as as you said in the last season one. But if I'm thinking of anybody who's gonna betray Jesus after watching this show, it's Peter.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. A hundred percent. It's gonna yeah. hurt so much. Yeah. If you know that one of them's gonna betray him, I'm picking I'm picking Simon every single time. Mm-hmm. And yeah,
2: it's just gonna hurt to see he's Judas. like peak frustration right now. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And he At least and where would, I've
2: left him. Yeah. And you'd sympathize
3: yeah. for him. Yeah, I mean uh-huh. you'd get it. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing with Judas too, is like watching this, I'm not seeing his betrayal as like, and then all of a sudden, you know, as he was in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like, he seems like a guy who solves problems and maybe doesn't check with people. So I'm like, how Devastating, would it?
2: Be it also seems if, like it could have been a business decision, like yeah, a business, it, like a transaction, very yeah, transactional.
0: Yeah. Whereas if he's thinking like, "Oh, the Pharisees just want to talk to Jesus. They've been trying to talk to uh-huh. him, and we're gonna get thirty pieces of silver There's for money this. Money involved. I can do that, no problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And real, like, I was like, oh my goodness, that like for this to be like not just a mistake, but like a legitimate mistake." would be bananas and i don't know that that's the way that they're going to go with it but right now if they went that way i i can see it making sense you know what i mean for sure yeah uh, it's good
3: is judas the one who barters for the uh olive yeah okay that's him i was like i'm on your side i love you yeah 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 (laughs) jimmy's like i want that man at my core (laughs) yeah he's yeah i mean he's like you said shrewd but like business
2: minded yeah Yeah.
3: and he knows how to speak the language and like He's yeah. like if you're going to like buy a car with someone you bring in a mechanic and he's like your guy. He's <laughs> I'm bringing Judas with me to buy yep. the car. Yeah. That's right. He's like, mm, yeah. "Really? Those tires mm, knock knock 500." <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well, I I want to talk about my favorite moment in the entire season. Um, but it's going to spoil episode 8
2: for L- Mr. Sharp. Like I said, it's the bible, so I I think I'll <sighs> I think I'll make it out of the other side on this one. Go ahead. yeah I, go go right ahead. The show
0: has made me tear up a little bit. Like I've gotten a little misty in the theater though when Jesus is walking on water and he pulls Simon up and he mm. wraps his arms around him and just like whispers I've got you. Oh, oh my god. Mm. Oh. Oh. Powerful. I can't even talk about it. It's so good. It was the perfect and and
2: I don't and it interpret- feels like it feels that, like he probably needed that yeah
0: well he has a whole fight with jesus like okay. in well in the boat like the tell me to come to you on the water is like you know instead of like a uh, i don't think because in the bible when we read it it's more like all right jesus if that's really you but it's in this it's more like if you care about me if you actually are concerned about me if you're really who you say you are tell me to come out on the water to you you know and like that's not the way i've interpreted it in the past but that's okay you know and i thought this was a really cool um this is a really cool perspective it,
2: interpretation think. yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and i would well, say i'm excited can...
2: that's gonna be great mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's awesome. i <laughs> i was a little worried because i'd figured out that it was coming because in a the theater i don't know i don't know if they're gonna say this on the live stream or not uh i'm sure they will uh but in the theater before the episode dallas said something about a, a twist ending um and so when you figure out it's
2: dallas, uh, dallas dallas
1: it's jesus walking on water um i was a little nervous because and i don't mean this i don't mean this as a knock against the production quality whatsoever so, sure because i think the filming like i think the production quality is fantastic but i was like i don't know how the storm is gonna look knowing this is a crowdfunded project and I don't never have like seen it a look Marvel convincing budget. in
0: a, i've never seen it look convincing in a live action movie i'll just say it that
1: it looked so good
0: yeah oh okay so good yeah good mm-hmm.
1: and like i was blown I, I mean i think it also really helps the scene too but like i mean kudos to the production crew because yeah. it really looks good
0: yeah and it's funny because the humor on the show doesn't always work for me which isn't a complaint it's just like you know different styles like some of the jokes you know land some of them don't but like whatever but when i think it was thomas when he yells how is this only the second most incredible thing i've seen today (laughs) that was good that was good yeah
2: i love when zebedee says to simon easy boy i was at your bris yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so, so good. good, and like I mean I don't know I th- I think some of the humor works really well. Yeah, um, to, yeah, to yeah. comment on the the shooting quality, um, there was one scene that I I made a mental note that I, I didn't feel like it was shot that well. I feel like it would be it would have been very hard to shoot the scene where they all rush into the water and start jumping around and swimming. Oh like, uh,
1: yeah,
2: I, yeah. I think it, maybe because I'm watching so much dag on television right now. It it is literally all of the close-ups and dialogue scenes. They're great. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it's really well, but I feel like a lot of motion, especially like in water. And there's a lot of things going on there and kind of the, the filter they put on the, the lens. That was like the only scene I kind of bumped on a little bit. Like "Eh, this, this looks a little lower quality than the rest of the show. But um, other than that, I agree. I think overall the quality is, is there and mm-hmm. I think if you if you kind of make your way uh on any of the the pure flick shows or you know just it's just like <laughs> this how has it taken us this long to get a uh, story about the gospel that's done this well? How has it taken yeah. this long
0: yeah. well i mean Brandon, that's why the host of Good Show is here with us today because <laughs> no. i watch I watch two t v shows since the Chosen and Survivor, so I mean you know that's oh. <laughs>
3: that's,
0: that's my wheelhouse, yeah um. I brought up Thomas and Hannah gave me an eye roll that could probably be heard through the uh the airwave so th- th- we had a few issues with the show. Hannah had one that she said, "I don't care, I'm bringing it up on the show." So uh the floor is yours.
1: I I loved those first scenes in the first two episodes with Thomas and Rema and to not have it resolved or brought up again until the finale really as just a general tv viewer bothered me (laughs) you you felt
2: invested you felt invested in that story
1: yeah Yeah. when they were setting it up i was like i'm i'm excited to see whatever because i was like there's got to be a conflict with the dad we're going to see it throughout the season and then
0: we don't (laughs) yeah and for it to kind of just be like she's not coming i was like at Mm.
1: first i thought they were saying like she chose to say no to me yeah and i was like what and then it was mm -hmm. like no the dad said no and i was like why can't we see that like i I like
0: and i know that she got cast on like ncis or something like that so So maybe maybe, yeah maybe
1: like filming conflicts
0: yeah but i mean hopefully it gets resolved in season four and I could see
3: the mugs now, man. Like, you, like you could give them to couples.
0: You're <laughs> my Thomas. here yeah. <laughs> I because I thought like,
1: well, because at first I was intrigued because I was like, don't they know they want to marry? Yeah. Don't they know they want to marry each other? Yeah. Like, hasn't that kind of been a thing already? But then I was like, no, I kind of like how like awkward they are around each other. They're very nervous. Very much feeds into like the bit of the romance plot line. Um and then you don't see it and, <laughs> and i'm excited to see it resolved in the future i was just i really was i like literally every episode i was like all right episode five they're coming back episode six they're every coming episode back you were
3: calling it's gonna it. pay I, off so well though like you're gonna uh, yeah you're gonna be over yeah. the moon yeah i hope so I'm going to make so. you these mugs, Hannah, if they yeah. don't happen <laughs> for you. And <laughs> yeah. Actually, if you kickstart, uh, if you, if you uh, donate so much next season, it's going to be one of the tiers. Like you get the, the Thomas and Rima. <laughs> oh my mugs. goodness. Yeah. Jimmy, I'm, I'm curious
0: as a pastor of a church, ah. mm-hmm. now that you've seen the show, do you see it as like a tool for you in any way? Or is it kind of like another, like christian movie that you could take or leave you
3: know what i mean i believe my good friend mitch dupree said it best in like the first when you guys talk about the first season he's like if i never have to see another adaptation of the gospel story it it won't be soon enough and i felt that way going in like if i'm personally if i'm spending any time like thinking about jesus or any about that that stuff i'm like I want to be reading my Bible or like commentaries or listening to sermons like something that's not for entertainment. That's they <laughs> kind of haven't crossed over, but I really like it uh, as a tool. It's it's kind of hard. Here's we're going to ramble for a second. All right. So we talked about Samson a couple weeks ago. Right. And they take artistic license. And they flush it down the toilet, and it is the worst thing that anyone could ever watch. I know I said it was entertaining, and I retract that. I retract that statement. You said it uh, was
2: entertaining.
3: I said I was entertained. <laughs> it was like it looked good, and that's it was not unfun. the same was, thing. You're right. That's, that's completely like, no. Okay, yeah, I was entertained. Like as a I was movie. also
0: entertained. And I think it's terrible. So I got yeah. You.
3: So yeah, but like. um, Everybody, we're going to boycott that movie, buy all the DVDs and burn them. Don't buy the DVDs, steal the DVDs and burn them. Oh my wow earth. Yeah. But I don't know. That's that's I don't know. But this but I feel like the chosen digs into the story and kind of fills in the gaps in a much more just glorifying way. They're not ever saying this is the gospel story or whatever but they're filling in the gaps like a what if and i think that's really charming and i, I really liked going through it because in samson if i never read you know the book of judges i would assume that somehow they had a relation these people had a relationship years ago and uh, look at this, this guy,
0: nice yeah. man samson who got yeah tripped. look at this
3: <laughs> yeah i just what a poor guy and all that yeah we're not going to rehash that stuff but yeah i really like the artistic license um but any on the other side, anytime there's any artistic license given, I mm. think it's important for people to view, go to their Bible first. And I feel like anybody oh, on the show would say, yeah. like, always go. I don't know what the live streams are like afterwards. Maybe they explain stuff. I might watch some. But it's like, especially with when we're talking, not to spoil it, I, I mean, we kind of did. But with the whole Simon and Eden thing, I, I want to see a year from now or even this year, people talking about that scene on the water and preaching on that. And people who are like, and Peter was angry at Jesus in this moment and kind of not divorcing that in their minds. I think it's powerful. I think it's great. But I I don't know if we're far enough in the life cycle to see how much this is actually shaped Christian culture. And there's such a high responsibility with that. And I think they're handling it well. But I'm also a little nervous to see because you can't control how people think. But like, what are what are some people going to take from it?
0: Well, and I I mean, to Dallas's credit, he has said the show is not meant to be a substitute for scripture, that you should still read scripture and that we do take some some license there. But Jimmy, you make a great point. Like, people are going to do what people are going to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can't lay that at his feet. And I think that's one that's like, it's a frustration with the market, you know, (laughs) is Mm -hmm. that like some pastor is going to take this and run and you know you're right in a few years people might be you know preaching this and someone reads the bible story and they go oh that's that's not there at all you
3: know Mm -hmm. on the flip side um giving the culture of the context i was listening that how they deal with the the parable of the of the great feast the banquet yeah they take it and that's the culture and that's how they would have taken it i Them talking about that, because it's one that I've breezed over and I never think about, but it got me (laughs) reading my Bible. I read the story and I read it a few times. I was like, oh, yeah, I get this. And then I read some commentaries and they totally blow past that first century living there. They take it to us today. This is about evangelism. This is, you know, the people in your church, they're too busy for you. So go to the corner. And if they're too busy for you, go into people's houses or whatever. But they really Mm -hmm. took the context of that story accurately. And I was A plus applauding yeah so it's also a good tool too it's people are going to do what people are going to do
0: yeah i i will say though i did like uh not to call anybody out but hannah was talking about like it was something about i wonder if jesus ever did send the disciples out two by two or something like that and i was like
1: I can't believe you just exposed me like that
0: <laughs> sorry <laughs> but hannah was saying at the end she's like do you think jesus ever did that like that'd be kind of cool huh and i was like Interesting story. Uh, We already discussed this episode. Biblical literacy is not my strong
1: suit. Well,
0: folks, it's about that time where we're going to use our manners. Jimmy, are there any good donut shops in Tiffin, Ohio? Oh, JT's. Okay. Just like when they offered you more JT's donuts at, uh, at church in the fellowship hall, when I offer you more of The Chosen... Are you going to be saying yes, please, or no, thank you? So, uh, Brandon, I, I knew you were coming, so I got you some JT's donuts. Would you like one?
2: Well, if you knew I was coming, you would have gotten me some Jim's donuts. Is from, that
0: in Tiffin also?
2: No, it's from Dayton, no. where I live.
0: Jim's? Uh, Uh-oh. What happened gyms. to Bill's?
2: Jim's and Bill's, but both. Okay. I will take either. Door. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm in on The Chosen until this thing is is over, and <laughs> I... I feel like it has been a very special experience. It's something I've actually been able to uh, watch a little bit with my kids. I, I wouldn't say everything is appropriate for children, but there are some very good scenes, and it's just kind of worked out that way where they might pop in, and it's something that you know um, they can watch. And my daughter Reagan is six now, and she's you know learning about Jesus in school and in Sunday school and i i can't tell you how special it is to see her um look at the screen like is you know is that jesus and of course we're explaining you know well that's not actually jesus you know (laughs) that's an actor playing jesus and just some of that stuff it's it's been very special to it's because it's it's sparked conversation and i think it is at nothing you know if, if if nothing else it is a it is a tool to get people talking and get people back in their bibles and um we just put a fresh coat of paint sounds bad but just kind of um <laughs> dust dust off the stories and get a fresh perspective and um i i think season three is a uh, welcome addition to the um to the lineup so i am uh, i loved season three so far still need to see episode eight but yeah i hope we keep going here for a long time
0: live text us during season, during uh, episode eight. i will <laughs> mm-hmm. all right well uh jimmy i know that you brought the donuts for us today but uh you know i want to make sure that you have the opportunity before everybody else gets into them so uh
3: would you like <clears throat> some <laughs> yeah i love this whole donut thing because i love donut okay let's let's work this out um i grew up in a house that believed in donuts uh, we didn't talk about donuts or have them all the time. Oh my. Uh, we celebrated Donut Day once a year, and um, you know, we—I went to Donut School in second grade. But uh, I didn't really start my relationship with donuts until I started working at a at a donut factory, and then I was kind of around donuts, and um, I really learned what donuts were and how how good they were for me, but. Man, if I was sick of eating donuts, right? Like I'd I'd seen every single kind of donut and some of them did them okay and some of them did them awfully. So I was put off to donuts for a while. And then um, someone offered me JT's donuts. And I was like, Ah, man, If I never have to eat another donut. Like it, it would be too soon. And then I had a bite. I was like, this is really good. And this, this is a donut. Everything about this donut (laughs) <laughs> is is perfect and in in the spots where the donut is doesn't say anything it fills in and it has adds toppings and gives this donut a little bit of character and increases everything i loved about donuts and made it better and i would i would eat eat the whole box and I'm i'm ready for my fourth box and i've i've been so turned on to donuts that i'm repenting, and I'm going to eat the first two box of donuts. Maybe not as quickly as I ate this third box, because that was a little exhausting, just from anything. Eight, out or, eight hours of anything, but I'm going to eat 16 hours of donuts through Lent.
2: And then they rolled the donut hole away on the jelly-filled donut, and they, and they saw that there was no jelly in the donut.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
3: Oh
2: boy. <laughs> oh
0: my word.
2: Okay, uh. that feels mild compared to what Jimmy what just did. <laughs> I, love I love how you act like I took it too far. I did not take this too far. Oh, oh my, my word! The, we were we were put, we were already put was, in the pasture. I just that, uh, that was the
0: best thing I've ever
2: heard on this, on this show. Uh, oh my oh, word!
0: Well. Hannah, we got the donuts. Uh, do you want some?
1: Yes, please. I think this is my favorite season so far. Um, yeah, I think it's really good. I think it's gonna get even better. I'm excited for the next one already. Um, and yeah, I still think, you know, maybe a moment that really stuck out to me was, I, I you know, I, I I don't think I said this earlier, but you know, I on we remember on the season two episode, I said I had a, a little, Little little issue with, with um Mary's storyline and maybe comparing that to some of you know, my own history and, you know, what it can mean and you know, that aside, I think that scene with Little James in the second episode made up for all that I was I, I felt like I missed in season two. And it had nothing to do with it. I just think this idea of you know, why why do we have to have quote unquote bad things like when other people get healing or receive good things, I think for anyone going through a situation like that, it's it's a powerful scene, and I would say that was a season highlight for me, and yeah.
0: And uh, now the donuts come to me, and listen, I love donuts. If I'm at a gas station, a 7-Eleven, Dunkin', I'm, I'm probably gonna get a donut, and that's all these biblical epics that I have to watch, but when I get a really good one. It's just I have to tell everybody, you know? Again, I think about Bills when uh, Hannah and I were in Dayton, and I was like, we have to go. We have to go. It's not on the way, but we have to go. We're going. The same energy with The Chosen. It's like, if you are mildly interested in this at all, or if you just like good TV, it's like you're you're watching it. You have to watch it. There's no excuse not to. It's free. So, I mean... (laughs) It's, it I, it continues to be the standard for faith-based media made by, like, faith-based production companies, I think. Mm-hmm. And I really, you know, I watched the trailer for The Jesus Revolution, and you see they have real actors, and you see that they have people who have worked on films. A lot of the people who worked on The Crew of the Chosen are working on this movie, and it's very much a thing of, like, I've seen some other movies that maybe 10 years ago, the Christian market would have eaten up. Now they're saying, Hey, you know what? Not good enough. Like Mm -hmm. we know how good it can be and you have to try a little bit harder. And I'm really happy that that's a place that we're at because we should, you know, as believers demand better content and better stories. So I'm happy that the chosen is, you know, blazing the way through the, through the path with the, uh, With that sweet, sweet donut, that is the chosen. (coughs) Mm -hmm. That was the worst Mm -hmm. ending ever. (laughs) Nah. In in conclusion, folks, as of right now, every episode of season eight is available for you to watch. So if you haven't seen it yet, I mean, come on, what do you? you, We've spoiled it for you. So go, go ahead and watch it, and let us know what you think. Uh, But. Make sure that you make a few other stops on the way. Uh, one of those being the Good Show podcast with Mr. Brandon. Brandon, thank you for uh, for coming home to. Oh, yeah. It was a mm-hmm. blast. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you for coming home to the show you executive produce. <laughs> 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 but, Brandon, uh, yeah, you, you, could you tell us a little bit more about a Good Show or anywhere where we can oh, yeah. find you, stuff like that? Um, yeah.
2: For those of you who don't know, I have a podcast of my own called Good Show. And, that he uh,
0: cheats on me with.
2: <laughs> a Link friend of mine friend of mine Anthony Mako and I uh, and it's all about the streaming verse and um television and anything you can find on Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu and all that um and we just celebrated our 1 year anniversary wow and we in the second year in 2023 have decided to go full video we are now a video podcast which you didn't know pain until you uh yeah, it's it's just a it's a lot it's a lot of extra work, but it's fun. It's it's um new, you know, so it's exciting. And luckily I got a, a great partner who is pulling more than his weight with uh some of the some of these new things. And um would you Zach, would you mind throwing up our link tree in the show yeah, notes? I don't know absolutely. if that, I don't want to be yeah. presumptuous, but uh yeah, we'd love to have anybody looking for um looking for a new podcast to check out. So and uh, and thank you again for having me on uh on godfellas i love talking the chosen
0: godfellas the show that you named yes. standing invite <laughs> right
2: for season four season five et cetera, et cetera.
0: you're a lock for this yes uh, thank you
2: <laughs> thank you
3: yeah
0: uh jimmy
3: yeah as always i'm gonna plug the honey initiative and book them for your events in 2023 your youth Please. nights your worship nights your chili cook-offs your uh whatever book them for your birthday I we're don't know dying
0: out. we're dying out here please <laughs> Yeah.
3: at least like uh, maybe if if you can't book them for a show maybe uh, have them do a special uh, recording for a song for you or something I don't know like what is it the thing uh, a cameo yeah they're gonna start a cameo so you can get your own cameo just kidding that's not real we'll do,
1: we'll do a lenten series if if you need
3: oh that is that's not perfect. a bad idea yeah <laughs> Yeah, they're going to do a Lent series, so uh, get ready for that, and uh, just plug in, you know, I don't really have anything, just plug plug in the Bible, read your Bible, especially we're coming up, I know this is going to release pretty soon, Lent's in, like, two weeks, so spend some time in the scriptures, and if you're spending some time in the gospel, (laughs) watch The Chosen Two. Hmm.
0: Hannah!
1: Well, to echo Jimmy, at The Honey Initiative on all social media, um... I promise we are gonna be more active. I've been a little sick the start of the year, so I've been slacking a little bit. But uh, <laughs> we'll we'll be on top of that from this point forward. So check us out there, or you can email us thehoneyinitiative at gmail dot com, mm. and you'll either get a very personalized message from Zachariah, depending on who sees it first. Um,
0: probably not me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Boo>. And. <laughs>
1: um at godfellas the pod on instagram you know the spiel
3: yeah
0: uh follow us at godfellas everywhere sorry one
2: more shameless at the good show podcast while we're while we're shouting out our our handles yes
0: yes uh you can also email us at godfellas the pod if you want to talk to us and uh you know in conclusion i just want to um plug mitch dupree's linkedin He's oh, yeah. very close to 500 connections. He might already be there, but go ahead and endorse him for a couple of
3: skills. Yeah, let's get to a thousand people. Let's get to a thousand, honestly.
0: Yeah, let's make him the most like linked LinkedIner ever. Yeah. <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> but until Mitch Dupree reaches 18 million LinkedIn connections, I've been Mr. Zach.
1: I've been Miss Hannah.
0: I've been the
2: Little James. And I'm Mr. Brandon. Thank you. Well, the
3: adventure <laughs> is over. We're all heading
0: home. But I hope that you know, friends, you're never